overseas, big dog, what's good? Yeah, guy, what's going on? What up, what up? So yeah, so um, apologize for the timing and all that. Uh, things not going as, uh, as expected. I kind of had a feeling earlier today, but I mean, this is what it is. We're gonna make this happen. So um, we, we're in a time crunch. Um, I got a couple things I want you to talk about. Not too much, I'm gonna pick at your brain right now. I will have you on a later episode. So first off, I wanna jump off with saying, can you talk a little bit about your background? Like what was your motivation? Um, Matter of fact, before we even start about motivation, let's talk about like your college process and how that was transitioning out of high school from New York. All right, so as you may recall, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, um, single parent household. I am a first generation college student. I'm the oldest of three in the household, uh, male. I have a younger brother and a younger sister. My primary motivation for um, for going to college and for leaving Brooklyn was actually my family, for the most part. It was also fueled by the desire to want more. I've always wanted more. I've always admired the way Manhattan hustled and bustled. And, you know, me living in Brooklyn, I didn't have direct exposure to Manhattan, but I always knew that that, that realm of life existed that realm of opportunity which was literally one borough away from me existed and although I didn't know what I had to do to get there the, the path wasn't very clear I did know that me remaining in Brooklyn it was not gonna do it for me not just that I was also involved in a lot of activities that you know that come out of scarcity that come out of that necessity for more mm-hmm. So me not having the resources, me not having the the capability to acquire certain things that you need to basically survive, I just, I was doing things that were not conducive to me attaining that lifestyle that I wanted in a proper manner. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was really my biggest uh, motivation for me to graduate high school at the age of 16 and go as far away as I could, which turned out to be Brockport, New York. Not saying that I went to Brockport uh, specifically because it was just far. Of course, though, that was one of the factors I also took into mind, uh, the financial responsibility that I would be accruing by attending a higher education facility. And um, it came down to two choices. I ended up applying to 23 colleges and universities uh, across the Northeast, both public and private. I got accepted into 20 of them, denied to three. Those three were Northeastern, Boston College, and Boston University. I really wanted to go to Boston. Um, that was one of the the places that I saw myself at because I've always been interested in higher education. I've always been interested in that being in those environments, environments that are conducive to, to learning and to growth. Being in Boston, I knew that, you know, Cambridge was not that far from all of those universities and Cambridge is where you have Harvard and, you know, I just wanted to see myself in that environment. But yeah, I, I applied to 23, got denied to those three in, uh, in Boston, but I got accepted to every other college or university that I applied to in New York State, including uh, CUNY's, which were in New York. And my final two choices came down to Brockport and they came down to Albany. Now, my expected contribution from Brockport 
was 25k and for albany it was 48 mm. yeah <laughs> it's a big difference right oh yeah yeah so you could imagine um me at 16 not really knowing anyone who had went to college i i still to this day don't have that many uh friends from my hood that went to college mm-hmm. and those that did go um did not um end up completing the curriculum but um just looking at those two numbers i already knew where the decision was <laughs> you know right. what i'm saying right i already knew what it was and um to be quite frank with you i didn't even know where brockport was on the map and the day that i found out where brockport was was the day before orientation <laughs> right so i ended up buying a bus ticket and taking a six hour 40 minute bus ride all the way from Manhattan to Brockport, well to Rochester, New York, and then I got a ride from the shuttle to Brockport, and you could already imagine my surprise, mm-hmm. you know, looking out the window, and I start seeing cows mm-hmm. and farms and stuff. <laughs> right, right. Completely different. Yeah, completely different environment. Alright, so, what do you feel like your purpose in life is, and why is that? You know, because you, like you said, you come from a single parent household from Brooklyn. Uh, you wanted to thrive in a more hustle and bustle atmosphere. So, why did all those things lead to, you know, what you consider to be, you know, saying your purpose? So, I'll start off with what I believe my purpose to be. And this is something that. To me, I hold very near and dear, and I um, I kind of base all of my actions around this because I believe it to be very true, and it is both a burden and a gift, and I'll, I'll dive more uh, deep deeper into that, into why that is in a second. But um, I believe my purpose to, is to be a disruption in my bloodline. Hmm. That simple. To be a disruption in my bloodline. Like I mentioned earlier, I don't have a lot of family that went to college. Um, hey, yo, hold on, bro, hold on. <laughs> That's so tough, bro. Like, like, probably some of the listeners when I when I publish this, they won't really catch that on first listen. Um, that's gonna go over a lot of people's heads, but like, I man, that's tough. That's go go ahead though. My aim is cause go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. It's, it's a little saturated to me because you know I, I I live it you know what I mean but yeah I could imagine um, hearing, hearing that's a very powerful phrase and I genuinely mean that wholeheartedly so to provide a little insight as I was mentioning earlier single single parent household from my mother's side my mother's a you know immigrant she came to the US in the late 80s my father is a uh, second generation. His parents actually came to the U.S. and then, you know, he went to high school. Funny enough, we ended up going to the same high school. Hmm. And um, yeah, none of my family members really went to college. You know, everyone worked more or less blue collar jobs. My mom and my father, they actually met um, doing what they still do to this day which is taxi driving. They, they taxi around Brooklyn. They've been taxiing in Brooklyn for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And um, they still do that to this day. And so, me growing up, 
you know, I, I pretty much had everything that I needed. I had clothes on my back. I had food. I had um, reliable shelter. So when it comes to, to that need of knowing that my survival was taken care of, mm-hmm. that was always there. Now, of course, there were times where, you know, you would see mom stressing and pops is nowhere to be found, you know. So my pops kind of left my life around the age of five around then. And so moms would be stressing, you know, to just to, to be able to provide the minimum that is associated with survival. Mm-hmm. It was not easy, you know. So for me, it was analyzing all of this, being in that environment, looking around, seeing the way that my father's family interacted, the way that they lived, which was, you know, paycheck to paycheck, seeing the way that my mother lived and was living up to a short point in time, not that long ago, which was having to literally work every single day to maintain the household. You know, it was for me to get out of that scarcity mindset. That was the biggest thing that I had to Overcome, And I overcame that during my college years to get out of that scarcity mindset and to get into an abundance mindset. Hmm. And when I did that right there, when I realized that, you know, I can attain pretty much whatever I want in this world if I apply myself to it. When I really applied that mindset, I realized that not a lot of people in my family have that mindset, even those that are, you know, similar around my age have that mindset and I genuinely realized that it's not I'm many people in this world that got a mind like you at your age though it was going to college at 16 you know what I'm saying four years since that's you, true you, you was already ahead of schedule but I mean to cut you off the ride that no that's very that's very true too you know even in in that decision I realized I hadn't realized at that very point in time but looking back at it in hindsight you know, the decisions that I've taken to get me up to this point today, they kind of all back that that simple concept. Right. And so, you know, I looked around and I realized, and I was probably a sophomore when I realized this, that it is my burden, but it is also my blessing to carry my family, to build legacy, to establish a new level of legacy. Mm. And I have to continue being that disruption in my bloodline. You know, challenging the status quo, the established precedents and breaking through the barriers that have never even been contemplated mm-hmm. and setting a new standard for the family that is to come. And that's 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 funny um, to kind of backtrack a little bit. Like I like to not only for my listeners, but to some of my mentees back back home. Um, and just be what I meet on campus. Like I like to tell them, like, yo, you can't, you, you don't always have to learn from those who are doing right. You could also learn from those who are doing wrong. Um, learn what not to do. Um, so, uh, next question, I was gonna ask, what about college helped your your whole process um, aside from relocating? Because a lot of people uh, may argue that college isn't really that important when it comes to changing your life. They would argue, you know, reading or having people that's in your corner, like somebody who would be in my position who has a lot of, uh, I'd say, a lot of positive influences in my corner, like people through my dad's network, through my network, who I could have reached out to and maybe had like co-ops 
or not co-ops, but have like internships or uh, job opportunities without even going to school. So, like, what advice would you give to kids, or would you tell kids that like may be against college? I want to start off by kind of expanding on, on the point that you made before you asked the question, which was, you know, you have to learn from those people that are around you that, you know, not just the positive influences, but also the negative ones. And it's, I'm, I'm bringing that up because it ties perfectly into kind of what I learned in college, because that was kind of my whole my whole perspective on things, too. Like, I'm an avid learner. I learn from the things around me, and I act um, one of my biggest beliefs is that life is for learning. Learning is a lifelong quest. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest things in life, one of the biggest reasons that I can attribute to my success is the fact that I genuinely strive to learn. Not just from books, from life, but I love to learn from people around me. I look at people that I admire and I'm like, all right, you know, I admire this quality, this quality, this quality. How can I take that and apply it to my own life? Mm-hmm. Now, on the other side of the coin, you know, you see, you may see some things in life that you're like, man, I hope I'm never in that situation and I hope I never have to do that because some people do some things, you know, that for, for lack of better words, shouldn't be done mm-hmm. and in those situations you know I, I genuinely try to learn so I'll give a an example to to kind of expand on the point when I was a freshman I had a roommate who had got kicked out of the room at the same time I did I, I, I got kicked out of the room um, of on campus living my second semester and it was crazy that story in itself was a whole crazy story mm-hmm. <laughs> we um, can talk about that yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it was it was man listen y'all be careful with social media that's all I got to say be very careful with what you post cause people watch it <laughs> we gonna leave it at that but um what ended up happening was that we ended up getting kicked out of the room at the same time man it's um it's unfortunate to say that the roommate that got kicked out he did not return back to the institution mm-hmm. and so you look at where I'm at four years later I'm blessed to say that you know I, I made the effort and I went out of my way to make sure that I completed my degree because to me it was not an option to not go back mm-hmm. but you know I'm sitting in this position and I have a degree you follow what I'm saying mm-hmm so being very observant of your, of your surroundings and just looking at the things that you want to embody, picking those up and applying them to your life. And on the other side of the coin, looking at things that you don't want to embody and deciding that those are things that you will not add on to your qualities, your multiple qualities. But that was a, that was a small tangent, but that, that holds you back to the question that you had brought up earlier what is my advice to those that are perhaps considering not going to college? My advice is as follows. College is not for everyone. It is not for everyone. I will repeat that again. College is not for everyone. 
Now, do you need to go to college to be successful? No, you do not. You can go to trade school. You can be self-taught and be equally as successful, if not more successful than someone that went to college. Now, I will tell you what college does allow you to do, though. It allows you four years to go into an environment full of people that are like-aged, like-minded, and truly explore things that you may want to explore that real life will not allow the opportunity for oh, you to explore. Eating ass, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> was wild. Nah, 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 nah. all jokes aside, all jokes aside, no, I'm just joking. I don't know what you're doing over there, but you <laughs> see, even that in itself, man, that is something that college will allow you time to go into and decide, all right, this is for me, that's not for me. Now, if you want them crumbs in your beard, you know, college is a great place to decide that. Because <laughs> college is, is not real life. It's not real life yet. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, fact. Now, my, my advice to those that are kind of on the fence about college is as follows. You will be paying for college. So if you decide to go to college, graduate and try to do it on time. Because that time that you're there is not free. Every class that you miss, you pay for it. The way I would look at class was so systematic, man. So I broke it down and I, you know, I did a, this is my, my sophomore year. I did a, a, a real breakdown of my tuition and all the costs that were going into my, my just my sophomore year alone. Mm-hmm. And I broke it down to the point that I realized Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes, the 45 minute classes cost $125 per class. Tuesday, Thursday classes, the hour 15 minute classes. $175 So now think about that That's money that you're paying in the future And as someone that just paid their first student loan bill About a couple of days ago I can tell you that money's very real And it may not feel like it in college Because you know it's just hitting your account But you're gonna have to pay that back eventually So now Me being in college Every day that I would not feel like going to class I'll just think about that You feel me? Like, wow, I'm about to pay, I'm about to lose $125. That's a pair of feet. Mm -hmm. That's a concert ticket. That's a good date. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, you you really don't got to go to college to be successful. Now, I'm also not saying that college is bad, but what I am truly saying is that you need to sit down for those that, you know, are kind of on the border. Sit down, make a pros and cons list. Think about what doors college can open for you. Think about what you would do in the case that you don't go to college. Try to be as thorough as possible in doing that. Because an education, man, it's really priceless. I will say that. As someone that is an avid learner and that is a lifelong learner, education is priceless. But you do not need to go to college to be successful. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up with that. Um, that C's y'all. Um, like I said before, man, real sharp dude. Remind me a lot of my pops. Full of gems, full of knowledge, wisdom. Um, and I will have him on a later episode. So get back to regular program.
Gotta do that before the top T just watching this bitch. Yeah. Oh, That's cool. oh, oh. Uh, girls that don't do girls. That that shit like dickin' them. That that shit my girl Get like I'm laying back with my feet up. Bad bitch, D cups. All I had was one mile and she took half prenup. I just I had a Benz when you had a bike. Uh, all this cocaine got me yagging white. It's gonna be a Wayne heavy, music heavy podcast. So stay tuned. Aftertaste, cut his face, let him use his blood, but it's out of shape. Harrell pop, it ain't nothing like South Park. Pistol whip you till you know the serial number by heart. Damn. Sit the trap on top of your nose, if you sneeze, I squeeze. Got the extra extendos, call them easy, easy. Uh, got a lot of music that came out last night, man. Uh, a lot of surprise music, not gonna lie. Um, but we gonna get right into it. So y'all stay tuned, y'all rock out me, y'all catch the vibe. Put my logo in my pool, guess what? I just made a porno in the booth, guess what? They be taking photos when I move, guess what? I still got control, how about you, guess what? I just put my logo in my pool, guess what? I just made a porno in the booth, guess what? They be taking photos when I move, guess what? I still got control, What's good, what's good? You are now tuning into another episode of Best of Both Worlds. <sighs> it's just me today. Um, and I got some things to touch on. I'm not sure how long I'm gonna stretch it, but we're gonna make it do what it do. So what's good, y'all? Like I said, man, it's mad music that came out last night. Real good music. Uh couple sleepers. I don't think I put any sleepers on here, but uh yeah, so I'm going to just start off running down the music. The first thing I first thing I have listed on here is a sleeper that is a song from last year from the album that I think was one of the best hip-hop albums of the year um, by artist Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs got a song with, uh, what's his dude's name? Anderson Pack song called Giannis, or Giannis, however you pronounce his name. Uh... It's a fire, fire, fire track, and that's just one of the tracks from the very solid short album that he dropped last year. 
Uh, next song I got on there is Family Feud Remix. Um, Drake and Lil Wayne. I don't think Lil Wayne did good on that song. And this is not a new song. This is actually an old remix that he dropped with the Dedication 6. I don't think Lil Wayne did good on that on that verse. But Drake definitely came off tough on there. Uh, I should play it for y'all. Just to get y'all a little, like, reminder. Because, like, when it came out, it kind of was slept on. Like, not many people was really tuned in. Like, when it dropped, it was crazy. Uh, I cannot find the song right now, so I may just have to move on to the... Here we go. Uh, This is Family Feud Remix. Drake Body Diverse, like I said. Let's listen. Dedication 6. Of course. (laughs) Shout out Goo for sending me the beat. Young Angel, Young Lion. More life, no dying. Yeah. Alright, I got it. Yeah, Super Bowl goals. I'm at the crib of Puff. He got Kaepernick on the phone. He in a whole different mode. Angel head, 2 a.m. for being whole. Just to show him how I treat the city like my humble the bold. Hey, tell me if CD Bank is approving loans. I'm thinking of paying Wayne with Universal O's. My nigga spent a lifetime going platinum and gold. He should own half of the label. So, yeah, uh, hopefully that ring a bell to a lot of y'all who maybe heard the song or maybe have not heard the song. Uh, I think I should tune in. Um, but it's not new. So if you just one of those people that's like a hype beast, like, oh, I want to listen to what's new. I don't really care too much about what else is going on. It ain't for you. But, you know, if you want to go back a little bit, listen to some things, kind of like nostalgia, um, go ahead and rock out with that. Uh, next song I want to highlight. Before I highlight this song, um, it's actually a newer release. It came out last night. But before I highlight this song, I want to highlight and shout out Rick Ross, bro. When he dropped his most recent album, I was disappointed. Like, I don't know. I'm a, Rick, I'm a Ross fan. So, like, I was expecting something different. It wasn't really... I don't know. It's, I wasn't getting the Ross that I was expecting to get. Same with the 2 Chains album. But that's a whole other discussion. He dropped... He had a... He was featuring a lot of songs that dropped last night. And every verse he had body. Every verse he had. So, the first song he was... Featured on, which is the next highlighted song I have on here, is Guess What by Ross, by Russ, Russ. Russ is a producer, artist. He's He does a lot. Um, Businessman, that dude is very successful and very, very smart. Um, so for him to make good music, I feel like his project that he dropped last night was good all around. Um, just for the, like, um, sonically it was good. Like, he's real good with just pants as a small detail. Uh, putting things together. When it comes to producing, he he was he's he's really good at making music. It's just not my type of music because like the way he rap, what he rap about. I don't know his voice. I don't know what it is, but I don't listen to a lot of his music. But this album, I definitely will come back to. It's gonna have a lot of replay. Um, but the song that he got with Rick Ross, is yeah, and Ross went stupid. When it, it's just I don't know, but it's just refreshing to hear Ross on a song. Where he's actually like rapping away, like I don't know, like I'm a fan of Ross, and when he don't really produce, that's gonna be pissing me off. But let me see if I could find where it's at, where Ross kind of came on at. Uh, yeah, here it go. Six form apologist, the way we play with Lou. 
Big bank baller in the paint, I'm known to shoot. Dosey and Gabbana of us, how she be the move? It's no love for haters, so far from neighbors. Six chain swinging, make it so hard on traders. Start off at Avis, now it's the latest. Made top five in the South, he the greatest. Thought I was. Yeah, man, that's just a snippet, bro. But my man was, man, he was on here going crazy. I'm like, bro, this the Ross I was waiting for for the album. Couple years. In between albums, like, bro, I'm getting a little anxious. And then he dropped the album, like, bro, that's disappointing, bro. Like, come on, what you doing, bro? He, these verses he got, he's went stupid. So, uh, next song I want to highlight is Can't Go On by Russ. Another song from that project. And then the next song from Russ, the last song on the list by Russ, um, is I Thought You Got Me, featuring Benny the Butcher. Uh, Benny's one of my favorite rappers from Buffalo, upstate New York. Shout out Buffalo, shout out Rochester. Um... And he, yeah, he he did his thing on his verse like Benny, one of those rappers that kind of like he's consistent with his flow and rhythm and his sound, and he he like played around not not played around, but it was just a different approach he had to take with this song. It was a different beat. It's not one of the typical beats he rap over. It wasn't a typical Benny song, and still he, yeah, his still his verse had the same effect, like, it was still just as powerful, the content was different, it was just good, you know what I'm saying, I like what Griselda's doing, I like where they're going, um, I really, really rock with Griselda Heavy, if y'all know who Griselda is, just look them up, man, it's a rap group from upstate New York, Buffalo, New York, um, that has West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, a few other heads, um, shout out to the rest of the members on there that, um, I didn't mention, but it's a real solid label, so if y'all have a chance to listen to any of those rappers, go ahead and do it. Next song on the list is Get Me By by Justin Bieber featuring Kehlani. I'm not a Bieber fan, but I saw Kehlani's name, so I'm like, let me tune into it because it could be a good song to add to the slow playlist. And I was correct. That feeling served me well because this song is a dope song, dope, dope song. Uh, still don't really rock with Bieber like that, but Kehlani came on there and bodied it. Uh, next song on the list, I got Rodeo Remix featuring Nas. Uh, so Lil Nas X, y'all know about his whole story and all that. Uh, old hip hop heads or just hip hop heads in general, y'all know who Nas is. And Nas had a verse on here. Um, he actually ended the song, and I, I was, I don't know, it was just surprising to hear Nas, and then on top of that, to hear him on Rodeo. Um, I didn't think this would be a song that he'll be featured on, but anything is possible, feel me? So I'm about to play the song for y'all so you can hear uh, Nas verse. This is Rodeo Remix. I might spin a block of 12 horses, buy the block and get a boss bitch. Chrome man, but when the hitty hit, I might milli rock to get a ball fit. In the new days with my old ways, game change, but the name don't. My horses are they main hoes. Got a lot of them, my whole stable. I don't lie to them, no fables. Rap dark country flavor. Now we worldwide, we made a big brand. Now our catalog is so major. Rodeo or Rodale, portfolio is so player. Tomato or tomato, Nas X or Big Nas, this shit yeah he went crazy on that it was a short verse but uh it was a feature it definitely was refreshing to hear nas again i feel like nas did really good on that verse i feel like nas is just a really great great artist who has his ups and downs towards the end of his career like i don't know bro like the last couple of years for nas been kind of shaky oh no 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 i'm i'm bugging at I'm bu- no, 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 I'm right, no, no, I'm right, I'm right, because he was, like, up, and then came, like, was on some, I don't know, 
And then he had, what project is that? I can't think of the name of the project. I think it was his most recent fire. Uh, the content where he was like basically talking about racial injustice in America. That 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 one. I'm not biased to the content, but just that project was uh was dope. Next song I got on the list is King of My City by A Boogie. Uh, real dope fire song. Real 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 dope song. I'm gonna replay that like crazy. I probably added that to my playlist. Um, I well let me not say that. Let me give y'all some context before I just say that. I add songs to my to my library, but I add certain songs to certain playlists because when I listen to music, I like to listen to certain music in certain environments around certain people. Things just have to be right. I can't listen to I can't listen to a pop smoke song early in the morning or like or no, nah, it depends on how how I wake up, but like just I can't play pop smoke. All the time, like or something of that nature, that hard, that boom bap, that hard, that loud, the knock, the noise, noisy. I right, nah, that's how you got to play it smooth. Or even if you like, you want to hit like something smooth rap, like you can play something slow that's rap, or you can play something slow that's like singing. You can play just instrumentals, lo-fi. Like I have specific times, specific music I play in different things. So when I say add it to my playlist, I just mean like there's a playlist. That I may have added the song to, and if you hear that song, you'll probably get like a gist of what I mean, but like what playlist I'm talking about, because I have a lot of play like slow playlists, vibe playlists, uh, Caribbean playlists. Uh, I got New York, Southern, certain spots of Southern like ATL, Memphis. I man, I can go on and on. So next song I have on the list is "Kiss the Sky" by Jada Kiss featuring Rick Ross. Another verse that Rick Ross body. But the song is crazy. I I think I played the song. I should have played the song in the beginning. Hopefully, I played the song in the beginning. But uh, if I do, if you hear Jada Kiss, it, that's the song I'm talking about. Um, I'm gonna play Ross verse on here. Uh, cause Ross went crazy. The dude or the Amani, whoever that is, who was featured on this song, body they verse or body they hook or, uh, the hook. They portion, they did their piece. Let's just say that. They did their piece. Uh, Ross did Ross. You know what I'm saying? And that's my man's. So I'm finna play that. And here is Kiss the Sky featuring Ross. Fat boy in better shape than I've ever been. Got a team full of hitters, no need for letterments. Fake cream in the luggage, can't leave no evidence. Jesus' pieces be flooded like it was ever sent. In a room full of demons, how can we make amends? He took a chance and took a stand, you gotta check your mans. Ray for Lemon in 86 and I'm living there. Mercedes full of 80 bricks, look where I'm living at. One eye open like I was Fetty Wap. Two blocks on me, pulling my Betty drop. Big belly root. Man, I, man the, the, oh my goodness, bro. Like, like I said, bro, it's refreshing to hear Raw's voice, but on top of that, like, that beat is crazy, like. It's smooth, it's it's kinda like an older vibe, like it sound like Ross. As soon as the beat come on, you just like you could you could just see it's just Ross written all over. And then Jada, y'all know how he do, man. He oh my goodness, but the song is just fire. The song is really fire. But I got a feeling that it's gonna be overlooked. So don't be surprised if I play that as a sleeper in a couple months. Because that song, bro. Old heads, if y'all listening, bro, y'all go ahead and, and add that song, bro. Kisses to the Sky by Jada Kiss featuring Rick Ross and Imani. 
Uh, next song I got on the list is Doe by Key Glock. Key Glock is one of my favorite artists. Not comparing him to lyrical artists I listen to, just one of my favorite artists. is like a young dude uh, that I kind of respect. I respect his hustle because like he, like I started listening to him underground, like only could listen to him on my mixtapes and Spinrilla type, like that Key Glock, like before, like. It just yeah, that's my son. So, don't buy uh Key Glock. I can play a simple. Oh yeah, yeah, I could play a sample for y'all. I'm playing mad music, but I mean, it is what it is, bro. This music is fire. I got a bunch of music for y'all. So, this is Doe by Key Glock. Hey, I'm running to the money. You know how I'm coming. Money to Sunday night, be thumbing, thumbing, thumbing. Got these babies with a onion and she got her own money. She say money keep her coming, but I keep them commas coming. Ben, yeah, another check again. Uh, I be killing shit, Lord forgive me for my sins. Yeah, my wrist cost a robbery and my earrings cost a beans. Yeah, my bitch is a Bobby, my Nike and not Ken. And I fire them up. So, yeah, like I said, man, it was a lot of music that dropped last night, man. So, uh... Let me see. So we got out of the singles, it was uh, the Justin Bieber song "Got Me" by "Get Me" by Justin Bieber. Uh, Rodeo remix, "King of My City," "Kisses the Sky." Those were all singles projects that we had that dropped last night. Lil Wayne dropped his funeral album. Shout out Lil Wayne. It wasn't the same Wayne. Wayne I was looking for But it's a few songs in there That I rock with Only got one listen To the whole album total A few replays For a few songs But like I said man, A few songs I rock with It's not the same sound What I'm used to Or what I expected So I'm gonna go back And find what else I, I like And probably bring it To the podcast uh, Next album that dropped Was the Russ album Russ did his thing Whole album is solid to me It's a couple songs That I did not add To my library But it's cause They're not really my speed uh, But this is a dope album. Key Glock drop. Whole thing. One all the way through. Actually, no, I was like a song or two songs that I deleted. But all the way through, for me, I rock with it. And then Yo Gotti dropped the project. I got a song that I'll play later in the podcast. Um, So stay tuned for that. And yeah, so move on from music. Uh, That was a long segment. Stick with me. And y'all welcome. That's all good music. Don't debate me. If you got to debate me, hit me up. You know what my uh, contacts is. Instagram, ibrock88. Uh, Snapchat, black.diesel. Uh, I'm not giving out my number, but y'all know where to hit me. So hit me. Um, shout outs. I got, I want to shout out Paulie. Paulie is um, an alpha from, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I almost said something crazy. <laughs> alpha from Brockport. Oh, graduated. Out of Brockport, uh, from the Brockport chapter, uh, can how did I connect with Paulie? From, from I connected with Paulie from my dad, uh, so shout out Paulie, um, real good people, real sharp dude, hustler, bro, hustler. He know how to eat, man. Listen, back against the wall, he gonna make something happen. So shout out him, um, really, 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 really influential, um, just off of the short conversations or times we had together we, I, I really really soaked in a lot from y'all well from you um and the others that i will name coming up so next person i want to shout out justin justin is another alpha from brockport uh oh these guys aren't from brockport they just 
graduated um, and are uh, of the chapter of Brockport. Uh, these guys are from New York City. Um, Justin, shout out Justin. Yo. Uh, keep grinding, keep hustling. Right last year, get it done. Uh, you already know what to do. Uh, shout out you, bro. You definitely looked out for me. Uh, dropped some gems with me last semester. Kind of helped me push through. Uh, appreciate you for that. And then C's, uh, shout out you, uh, Caesar. Uh, he will be included in this podcast later on, so stay tuned for that. Uh, C's reminds me a lot of my pops, like a lot of my pops. Just like I don't know their mentality. A lot of a lot of their characteristics are the same. And on top of that, to tie into what I'll be talking about today, briefly. Um, is he reminded he reminds me a lot of Kobe too, like with that whole competitor aspect, that that focus, that you know, applying yourself ten times more than not only just the average person, but the person that's already working harder than the average person, like just dedicating yourself to what you want to be successful in. So, um, like I said, man, talk a little bit about that briefly. I know I'm late, but it was just, yeah, it was a lot going on this week, and this is my time to record, so stick with me. Rest in peace, Kobe. We lost Kobe Sunday. Um, real sad, but it's life, you know what I mean? We can't, we can't freeze in the moment, can't dwell on it, and we can't, like, mourn for too long. Like, let's transition that mourning thing to celebrating his life, and that's kind of what I want to do, so um, I will... You know, play music throughout the podcast, you know, keep the energy up and <clears throat> kind of, kind of, I don't know, shift the energy around because I don't want to take this, turn this into something that I didn't want it to be. So uh, rest in peace, Kobe, rest in peace to your daughter, rest in peace uh, to the other members that were on a helicopter and talking about the other members, um, John, uh, what is this man's last name? A Tobli? What is it? A Tobli? A Tobli? Or oh, oh, Adabelli. Yeah, my fault. Yeah, John Adabelli. Um, he was in that pl- on a uh, helicopter with his daughter and his wife. Um, was sad about that instance. Is like, or no, no, my not saying was sad about the whole thing was sad, but like. Um, a lot of people don't really talk about the other members on the on the, the, the helicopter. I feel like we should highlight, you know, his family a little more because he has two daughters who are still home, who no longer have neither their parents or their older sister. Um, so, you know, that was sad. You know, let, let's 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 stay away from the, all the sad stuff. So yeah, uh, rest in peace to them. Um, condolences sent to all the families. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Kobe. Like you know who he was. Everybody knows Kobe. Uh, internationally, bro, he's well known. You know what I'm saying he. I'm glad that his death was able to inspire some people in a positive way, like inspire the fathers. They got the hashtags going around with the girl that. Uh, so shout out to y'all for that, man. Like, you know, how our culture is. A lot of guys would be like, ah, oh, you know, I want a, I want a son, so I can teach him how to play sports and do all this, all this masculine stuff. Is we still have to. You know, support our young women, our queens out there, and we still have to show love to the fathers that's out there, even the single fathers that's out there holding it down for the for the queens um, and the princesses. So, 
Uh, Kobe, man, he inspired a lot of us, yo. Inspired us to work hard and on and off the court, on and off the field, whatever sports you play, or even if you don't play sports, you inspire people to just dedicate yourself. Uh, really, 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 really just want to celebrate his life more than anything. I don't want to be here pouting and just... I don't know, bro. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not in for all that, uh, sad boy moments and all that. Um, let me see. I can find something to play for y'all, because that's not the mood we finna go into this with. Uh, but yeah, man, I wonder, like, y'all hit me up and tell me where y'all was at when y'all got the news, because, uh, when I got it, I was... On my way to the basketball, actually no, I was late. I was getting out of bed to get in the shower, and I got the the notification from I forgot who, and I'm like, bro, ain't no way. I just ain't believe it. Then I I end up going to where was I headed? I ended up going to the gym. So I'm in the gym, and I'm just like cooling, waiting a hoop, and then everybody kept talking about. It. I'm like, bro. Ain't no way it's real, like, it's just not, it, it, ain't no way. Um, then it was confirmed, and everything was just kind of strange, like, I don't know. And we, we did it not only, or, hold on, <laughs> when we was hooping, a lot, a lot of people started yelling like Kobe after they shots a lot more often than usual, and it's funny. Like, we grew up saying that, not just because of who Kobe was as a player, but just because like, what sounds like what? Who else would you carry? Like, nah, that was sound like Jordan. Like, nah, like Kobe. Every time you shoot like a shot, Kobe. You know what I'm saying even if it's like you shooting trash in the garbage, like in class, like Kobe, Kobe. Like that's that's what we was like. That's just what it was. Um, <clears throat> I don't have a song to play for y'all, so I'm gonna just rock out and continue on with my podcast. <laughs> Apologize for that. I hope the spirits ain't too low in your room or wherever you are. So, um, what else do I want to talk about? I don't think I want to spend too much time talking about Kobe, but I'm, I'm a little late and it just was like, do, do we really want to? Keep soaking in that, that sorrow and that like mourning his life. Um it, Yeah, it's whatever. It's positive energy. Just just think positive as I go over this. Uh Kobe was a rapper, G. Like like when he was rapping, cause like Kobe, like not only was he competitive, but he just dedicated himself. Like when he was rapping, I was watching an interview uh the other day and they they was talking about Kobe and they were saying like when he started rapping he was spending a lot of time with Foxy Brown, Foxy Brown and um and Nas, cause he wanted to like live that rapper life and kind of be around like-minded individuals so he can sharpen his craft and get better. And I'm like, bro, like an NBA player. We not talking about somebody that was just like, yo, I'm, I wanna, I had time to just go in the studio, to lock myself in a room with successful artists. We're talking about an NBA player, somebody who was 
on a team who has to practice, who has games, who has to travel, who has to do this, that, and the third, who has meetings, who has press runs, etc. He like, yo, I'm, I'm dedicating this time to sharpen my, my iron while I'm doing this because I'm going to devote myself to this to get better, to be the best that I can be at this. And it's like, bro, we have to do that um, as normal people because <laughs> he's, he's different, you know, he's extraordinary. So everybody can't be a Kobe, but everybody can be their best selves. So we have to do that as individuals. It's like, you know, whatever you decide to do or put your mind to, go all the way, like dive all the way in. Um, other story he had was uh, when he had to guard AI one day. I think it uh, was it his rookie year. They were saying I forgot when it was, but the story is like you know he had to guard AI. He had uh, one of his mans get a bunch of the best point guards out of Brooklyn, and like he lined them up and was playing one on one, but was only playing defense because his goal, his objective was to decrease whatever amount Iverson was supposed to score against him. He wanted to lower that, like, whatever he was reaching to, to score, he didn't want him to score that much. So his his thing was, let me guard as many shifty, good point handle, good point guards with handle that I can, shut them down, and that's going to prepare me for the game. Like, that was his preparation. He wasn't in the gym shooting a bunch of shots to try to score more, outscore him. He was like, I'm going to lock him down. That's a difference between that generation, I mean, not just that, but that time of the of basketball and this time, because, like, now people just go in the gym and shoot. Like, oh, I got a big matchup. Let me make sure I could shoot. Let me make sure I have good different ways to score and different ways to do this. But nobody's thinking about how they're going to lock down the opponent. It's like, all right, we got to outscore them, outscore the opponent. Whoever scores the most is going to win. Like, nah, like, we got to get back to that nitty-gritty. A lot of these calls got to start getting adjusted, too, because that junk is trash. But uh, another story is... When uh the Lakers played bad one game, and bro took <laughs> took the players' shoes and told them like yo y'all don't deserve to wear these shoes because y'all playing like that trash like y'all can't wear my shoes and be that trash like that's funny to me that that's a funny story but um just a couple stories just about who Kobe was or it's kind of touched on his character or whatever and you know remember remember him. Uh, so, like I said, man, rest in peace, Kobe, man, rest in peace, Gigi, rest in peace to the rest of the members on the helicopter, and condolences sent to their families, prayers sent out to their families. Kobe reminds me a lot of my father and Caesar, uh, who I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Um, it just, they are individuals who are competitive, who are hard workers and just are driven, like they just driven. Um, and whatever they do, you know that they have their hand in it because it's, it's going to produce. Um, they live off results. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you, they, you have to get results with them, yo. Because um, that's, that's, that's what they look to do. And on top of that, it's like, whatever they do, they, they, they go all in. It's not just one foot in, one foot out. It's all in. Um, they, they, they live behind what they... Um, dedicate themselves to it ain't just gonna be like ah well <laughs> well <laughs> um and it's just funny how this year been playing out man like uh, it's been good for me individually but just like worldwide like what's been going on with the whole like Australia burning and then you got the diseases in China that's going nuts right now and the world war 
uh, speculations. It's just been, I don't know, it's been spooky. But as an individual, what you can do is try to make your life the best for you. Um, think positive, move positive, uh, and just think the best out of situations. So I'm going to transition now from this regular segment to another segment, which will be a phone call that I will have with Caesar. So I'm going to introduce him here now, and then it's going to chop and cut to the next scene. So um, stick with me. So Caesar is an alpha from the Row Alpha chapter of Brockport, New York. He is, um, I would say, somebody I look up to in life who I try to Whenever I get a chance to speak to them, to him, I try to pick his brain to get gather things for myself and to gather things to bring to some of my mentees and some of my peers so that I can help people steer them in the right direction because he um, he's very advanced. Um, C's is from New York. I think Brooklyn. I don't want to get the borough wrong, but he, he's from New York. So he, he has like a real New York personality too. Like wanting to be, not wanting to be in the crowd, but like that kind of, that hustler vibe. Um, some of y'all may know what I'm talking about. And, and I wouldn't say that's New York, but like some people who come from <laughs> uh, less fortunate situations, they, they understand. Um, thorough, like authentic, real authentic. He... I don't want to stop there. I sound like I'm dick riding like crazy. Whatever, man. This is my man's, bro. Um, real sharp. Man went to high school. I mean, went to college at 16, graduated at 20, bro. Like, crazy, bro. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to cut to the next segment. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and chop it up with him. And we're going to drop some gems for y'all. So, y'all go ahead. So, yeah. So, I hope the sound quality was decent. Um, reason why we had to do it over the phone, uh, scheduling, or not over the phone, my fault. The reason why the segment was short, um, because of scheduling and, uh, yeah, just, you know, conflict and schedules. Let's just say that, uh, I got a lot going on right now. Um, he has a lot going on. He's always, you know what I'm saying, busy. They got, he got things to do. He's one of those people. So, um, I like to have people like that in my corner. Cause it's like, all right, I know that. I have somebody to model good things after. See what I'm saying? Like, I could I could look at him and be like, all right, that's kind of something that I want to do. So let me make sure I'm trying to feed off of that vibe and energy, feed off of that mentality, so that I can be successful. The best, the best me I can be. Um. But success for me is different from success for him. My purpose is different from his purpose. Um. But that doesn't mean I can't take things from him. Uh. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up with that. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, my Instagram is ibrock88. My Snapchat is black.diesel. Um, so y'all go ahead and hit me up, man, with anything, man. If you got suggestions on things that I should do or if y'all got some comments or responses y'all want to put on some of these episodes, go ahead and hit me, man. Um my line is open whenever if I feel like the if our relationship can transition into over the phone conversations, we will do that. But if not, then it won't. Um, so shout out new listeners, old listeners. Um, 
good morning, good afternoon, good night. <laughs> and y'all go on about y'all day and have a good one. Here is Weekend by Moneybag Yo and Yo Gotti. Yeah. 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 I'm cooking up work on a Thursday. Prepping my kitchen for a Friday. Friday. Weekend gonna be rolling. Rafe just waiting on me to drive it. I was fucking up a club on a Saturday. Fucking up a club on a Sunday. Live. Read up, popped out midday, afternoon. Then I do it all over Monday. Talk yeah. week. I was going up on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Might come down on a Wednesday. Jake just cleared on a Thursday. I'ma blow it all by the weekend. Yeah. I'ma run it up and. Shout out like a rocket, rocket. Yeah, the beat with two out of pocket, pocket. My young bitch like to on my feet, and her head sloppy. Damn, I'm off top. Back to my calendar, my shit looking forward. Your hustle looking sleepy, you gon' need a Red Bull. I'm a dope boy, yeah, I'm still in Benoit. I ain't in the hood, but I still got poor. She a five and a half, and I'm still cooking up work on a Thursday. Tuesday, might come down on a Wednesday. Check uh, just cleared on a Thursday. I'ma blow it all by the weekend. Uh, I'm trying to recover from the weekend. I went way too hard on a Sunday. Next day, the mail fucked up, so they bring it on a truck. It should be here first thing Monday. Touchdown, two hitters with me and they the dumb way. Never listen, they do what the gun say. Go, chopper got kicked back like MMA. Blue tips eat his face like an untrue. Money bag run, smoking zip out the zips and a vip with my drip. Hey, man, y'all have a good day, man. They even shot Tommy in the face, so his mother couldn't give him an open coffin at the funeral.